Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. It's the rhapsody of New Year Ration Reality. Looks long, eh? But don't worry. Rhapsody itself means a static expression, a great expression. It means manifestation. Hallelujah. So you can put it short and say manifestation of the new creation man. Hallelujah. So well, our intention, our desire is that this year we manifest the glory of God. We manifest the creation inside of us because we are no longer the same. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. Are you still here or you have gone home already? Praise the Lord, somebody. So, the Bible was speaking in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. See, if anyone be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. So, it's also imp- it's important to understand what the Bible is speaking here. It means there is an old that is going away. It means there is a new that is coming. You want to understand what is the old? What, why is he talking about the old? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, somebody. So the old is about the carnal self. It's about the flesh. It's about our desire. It's about all the things that we do that are contrary to the will and the thoughts of God. See, God is trying to recreate. And that's why there was, uh, you know, the, the first flood. Because he just found that the, the heart of men was so wicked. That he couldn't stand it. So he, his intention originally was to create a being, a creature in this planet that, you know, carries the same, you know, characteristics, carries the same lifestyle as God himself. I mean, he said, he blessed them. He said, be fruitful, increase in number, have dominion, have dominion, have authority. He created us as small gods. Hallelujah. So when things happen, and then he was shocked, he had to uh, sweep away. Don't mind that God sometimes. Yeah, the same God who is the God of mercy is also a God of what? Fire. He's a consuming fire. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But his intention, he loves us so much that he had to leave his throne. Can you imagine? He left his glory. He left his splendor. He left his holiness. He left his majesty. He came into this planet dirty as it is just to reunite us back. Just to give us back the authority. So when Christ came, the intention was to create Christ-like beings. Hallelujah. Say that they may conform to the image of his son. That he may be the firstborn. So he is the firstborn. We are his, uh, you know, brothers and sisters. He is creating a generation where people have the God kind of life. John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 4. The Bible says there. Can we go there quickly? Praise the Lord. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. He says there was nothing that was created that was not done by him. And without him, not any, hallelujah, anything was created. Then he went forward, I said, in him is life. And that life 
is the light of men. Now, when you became born again, what happened was that life came inside of you. So that the old man, the decaying man, the dying man, because of sin, because of canalvi, now has something inside like a generator that generates light, that generates energy, that generates, you know, courage, that makes you bold, that makes you stand and say, no, I cannot be sick because this sickness had been paid for 2,000 years ago. So that life itself, you know, when he was going, he said, I will pray my father to send you a helper who will be with you. That helper is the Holy Spirit that resides inside of us. By the same spirit which raised Christ from the dead. That same spirit is able to give your mortal bodies, hallelujah, life. So God is creating a, life, a being, and you are that being. Who is alive. And it's not difficult because if he created us like him, it meant when, you know, when in the beginning, when the world was formless and there was so much trouble, he just spoke, let there be. It means that because you are like him, you can say, let there be peace in my life. When your career is, you know, going through trouble, you can say, let there be peace because you are created in his image. So the reason why I just want to lay this principle is that we may understand who we are. And I know my pastors have done so much. So I'm not going to go deeper than that. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Are we still here? Now we have a life in Christ. Let me use this as a, an example because I want to be a bit practical so that you have an understanding. Because once you grab it, in fact, there will be times you don't need to pray because you know who you are. The reason why we struggle in life is because we don't know who we are. If we truly, truly know. You say, no, this cannot be. Not possible. You can stand your ground and say, no, I'm not even going to worry my, my friend. You don't belong. Because that's who you are. That's how great God has invested in you. Hallelujah somebody. Praise the Lord. So we're talking about the old. The old because of sin decays. Because of sin is a failure. Because of sin he dies. Because of sin is sick. It experiences disappointment. It experiences embarrassment. It experiences shame. But the new, which is the life-given spirit, which resides in you, it's meant to give you life in its abundance. It's meant to regenerate even if organs are dying, it's meant to regenerate it. If you speak it, you believe it, it is so. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oftentimes, a lot of born again do not enjoy half of what God has invested in our lives. It is sad. No wonder the Bible says the creation is eagerly waiting. Yes, the creation is waiting for you to manifest. Meanwhile, everything has been deposited inside of you and I. But maybe only 1% 
manifesting. This is why the prophet has deemed fit that this topic be taught so much so that we begin to walk in the realities of our new person. We have so much to give to this world. We have authority. We have powers. Amen? Praise the Lord somebody. Hallelujah. My topic is not far different from that. Manifesting Christ nature. Hallelujah, somebody. Oftentimes, the reason why things are happening in our life is because we don't have an understanding. That's why the Bible was speaking in Isaiah 4, chapter, um, chapter 4, verse 6. My people perish because they lack knowledge. Now, if you, if you have a headache, for example, let's just take it from there. If you have a headache, you either speak to the headache, go away, or you take what? Panadol. Why? Because you understand, the moment you take Panadol, the headache is going to beat it. It's going to pick race. Isn't that so? So, knowledge helps. Knowledge is important. Knowledge is power. Knowledge saves. And that's why God himself, I mean, Jesus himself, he is the world. In the beginning was the word. So you need to know the see the reason as a born again Christian, you must know your right and your left. Mm -hmm. You must know what you are qualified for. Because if you don't know what you are qualified for, you will just struggle in life. You will not manifest where you are supposed to manifest. Everyone here knows that God is in heaven. Isn't that so? Bible was speaking in Matthew, I think, chapter 6, verse 9. He said, our God who art in heaven. So we know God is in heaven. Now, if your experience is limited to knowing that God is only in heaven, you know what will happen? You will pray to a God that is far away. You will be waiting for your result. You will say, oh yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next month. Maybe in two years' time, he will answer me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have an understanding that God is with men, and God has been with men, right? Paul and Silas and all those stuff. God was with them. They lay hands upon people and they get their healing. If you are the type that believes that God is in heaven, God is also in men. You will be waiting for the prophet to touch you before you get healed. You understand what I'm saying? You will be waiting for the prophet to speak a prophecy into your life before things happen. But everything is good, though. I'm not saying it's not good. God is in heaven. After all, we know that there is no no, no debate about it. God lives in men. There is no doubt. But God also lives in you. Yes. So if you have an understanding that God lives in you, your perception will change because God is now closer to you. Can you imagine the king of kings is your friend resides inside of me? He said a thousand cattles in the hill that he's. Can you imagine that I, you don't have, maybe in your account, it's only $100 and you need to pay a bill. And you have that God who owns the heavens and the earth, who created all things. Who said, let there be? 
if you have that understanding, your perception and your life will begin to shift because then you can only manifest because of your understanding. So understanding is important. Hallelujah, somebody. Are you still with me? As a student, and I know some of us are students here, all right? You can be enrolled in school. Very nice courses. Good courses you have. But if you don't do one thing, if you don't study to show yourself approved, you can be a Christian. You have registered and enrolled as a born-again Christian. Uh -huh. Some of us have enrolled. We are born again. Everybody, when they say born again, I just raise my hand. Yeah, I'm born again. But you can be enrolled as a born-again Christian and still struggle. What it tells me is this. There are certain things that you need to do. God has given you that life. He has given you that generator that can generate anything that you want. But there is something for you to do. You don't just go to school and just say, I am enrolled as a nurse. I just, I'll just sit in the class. If you don't go home and practice, if you don't go home and train yourself more, it will be a disaster. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to talk a bit about knowledge here. And you know, the prophet has spoken about knowledge uh, in the past few years and weeks. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, somebody. He talks about uh, genosis. He talks about eido. He talk, talks about epigenosis. Forgive me all these languages. But you know, some, some of the English names are these. Explicit knowledge. When you have a knowledge of something, you have a knowledge that you are a Christian or that God exists. Amen. You just have that basic knowledge. It's not enough to manifest in his greatness. Because it's just in knowledge. Hallelujah. When you have the other kind of knowledge, the revelational knowledge, it means you now know from experience, from what you see around, I mean, you just see that the tree doesn't just grow by himself. You feel like something must be somewhere, you know, manipulating all these things. Isn't that so? You are beginning to have an idea. You are beginning to have a revelation. But the most important knowledge that you need to manifest, hallelujah, is an experiential knowledge. You need to experience God. Hallelujah. When you experience God, no man on earth can tell you otherwise. This kind of experience do not come unless you take time on it. That's why a student who is going to succeed in life. We not only learn in class. We also do some practice. That's why we, they send us out for, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Placement. If you don't have a practical experience, 
there is no way you can reproduce your experience. I mean, your, 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 your testimony or things that you want. So, in this year, by the grace of God, the thought and the intention is to um, make us understand that we have a part to play. The more you spend with time, the more time you spend with God, the more you know him. The more time you spend in your studies, you, you could be reading the same page or the same section. You just read it bro, 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 in your schoolwork. It doesn't make sense. But there will come a day when you just read it. Ah, so this was here before. How come I didn't see it? It's the same thing with the spirit's life. The longer you stay in his presence, the greater understanding, the greater experience you have in life. Brothers and sisters, you cannot, there is no two way about it. If you want to manifest, you got to devote time with him. You got to be intimate with him. You got to know him in and out. It's not impossible to pray one time and then a miracle happens. Hmm? You must have experienced it. But then you have the same problem and you pray and pray and things are not happening. It means that you need to understand from beginning to the end how it happened. Hallelujah. It meant when you spend more time with him, you begin to understand the steps you took for that same thing to happen. And once you grab it, it becomes yours permanently. It becomes your experience. It becomes something that you can reproduce every time. If we are going to manifest this year, brothers and sisters, there is no two way about it. You must be intimate with God. You must spend time in his presence. It does not just happen suddenly. You got to be baked. You got to be trained. You got to have that experience to begin to manifest. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the Lord. Lord, you are faithful. Lord, you are wonderful. I know I have a passage that I want to read here, but I know time has gone. We'll go to it. I know that God is going to help us in Jesus' name. I want us to look at the life of someone and use it as an, as an example. It might help us in so many ways. Because when you get home, I want you to read it. I want you to go through it yourself. Why? Because if you follow those steps, if it happened for him, it's possible to happen for you same way. Hallelujah. You know the story of Daniel. Let's go to Daniel chapter 1 from verse 1. I'm going to paraphrase because of time. My intention is to read the whole chapter, but there is no time for that. Hallelujah, somebody. I will just jump to verses. Now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel. Forgive me if I can pronounce those names properly. Hananiah, Mishrael, and Asriah. To them, the chief Asriah, all right. To them, the chief of the Enoch's gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belzersi, 
to Hananiah, Sadrach, and to Mishrael, Meshach, and to Ashra, Abednego. But Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portions of the, uh, of the king's delicacy, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested the chief of the chief of the Enochs that he might not be defiled. If you are ever going to manifest, there is one thing that you know that you should do. You must propose in your heart. That is the first step. Do you really want to manifest? Do you want the enemy to stop cheating you? Do you really want to be above those sicknesses? Do you want to be above lack? Do you want to be above failure? There are principles and laws in the Bible that guides us. Hallelujah. Indeed, when you buy a fridge or a TV, they give you a, a manual. Isn't that so? This is the manual of life. You're looking for success. It is here. You're looking for financial breakthrough. It is here. You're looking for anything on marriage. It is here. Anything concerning mankind. Everything is here. The Bible says he proposed in his heart. That he was not going to defy. You need to take your time and say, no, this year, I want to manifest myself. This year, I want the glory of God over my life. This year, I want to do things that are supernatural, that are out of ordinary. Amen. You need to be able to come to a point in life and say, yeah, I might be praying for one hour before. And I'm not seeing any change. I might have been praying for 30 minutes before. There is no change. I might be praying for only once in a week. Oh, no. I am praying only on Sundays when we meet together. I, but these things are, things are not improving. I want things to improve. You need to propose in your mind that this year, I am going further. This year, I am praying harder. Hallelujah, somebody. Daniel and his friend proposed in their heart that no, 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 we will not allow this to defile us. Yours may be different. Hallelujah. Samson, his own covenant with God was that he should not cut his hair. Hallelujah. Yours could be different. Praise the Lord. There are things that you, you might need to do that is even not a sin. Hallelujah. But when you tell your friends, they'll be shocked at what you are doing. It's because you have a relation. It's your determination. What is stopping you from having time with God? When you know it, you can say, no, from today, I am no longer going to do this thing. Perhaps some of us is watching TV. Is TV a sin? TV is not a sin. God didn't say you should not watch TV. Didn't say you should not watch movie. But if movie is going to delay or distract you from having an intimate relationship, it's left to you to make up your mind. This time that I watch TV, I want to use it to pray. Hallelujah, somebody. Propose in your heart. That's the first step. Make a covenant with God with yourself. This time around, you mean, look, I, for me, 10 p.m., I want to pray. For me, you know, it's 1 p.m. For you, it could be different. Propose in your heart. Because without God, we are nothing. 
Hallelujah, somebody. So they proposed in their heart. That's the first thing they did. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our Lord is good. Our Lord is good. Malishki to Zaharita Shintaria. The next thing, I won't bother to read. You know they were on training. Hmm? For about six months, they, Enoch was training them and feeding them and giving them all kinds of books to read. Mm -hmm. Are you still here with me? <laughs> if people in the world can read, what is wrong with Christians? And it's not only you. Sometimes I find it difficult to read. So I've made up my mind too. And when everybody is asleep, me, I will stand up <laughs> and begin to open the scripture. If, when I'm tired, I will put it on play. It will be playing to my ear. You can make the same choice. Because there is no two way about this life. We are living in a world that is full of things that we don't understand. We're living in a generation where everything is on fast speed. Actually, everything is fast speed, fast food, fast that, fast that. And you want a fast miracle. You want a fast miracle. You can get a fast miracle if you have God, you know, in your closet. And be with God. Hallelujah. So it's important for us to understand this basic principle. God, it will help us so much and i know that god is going to help us in the name of jesus so, <coughs> so these people they went for a training they study all kinds of book all kinds of things and after the six months or so they were gathered together and the bible recorded that they found these four people much more excellent may that be your story in the mighty name of jesus amongst your counterpart where you live May the praise of God be upon your life. May the glory of God rest upon you. That people will say, mm -mm, I know there is something different about this person. Because the life of Christ, that light, the lights of the world, resides in you and is beginning to manifest. But it will only manifest if you take time. It doesn't come cheap. Hallelujah. It does not come cheap. It takes determination. It takes proposing your heart. No, no, this year, I want my life to be different. This year, I want the life of my children to be different. This year, I want my things, I mean, I want things to change for me. See, we do not understand this world at all. We're in the flesh. But there are spirit beings that we cannot see. And God has made us head over the spirit. So if you rely on being on flesh, those spirits enemy, they will sit on your portions for so long. But that should not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Are you experiencing delay? Are you experiencing stagnation? They are not ordinary. We just think, oh yeah, yeah everybody is happy. You see, no, no, not for me. I don't know about you. Not for me. 
We have a God in heaven, yes, because he's all-powerful. His, I mean, his supply is not based on the economy of the world. I am connected. See, you need to understand who you serve. You need to know your God. That he's, you know, he's not in this world. His economy is not controlled by this world. His timing is not of this world. He's above there. So his resources, his supply, they are unlimited. Yeah, everything may be happening to anyone. I don't care. It's not going to happen to me. I won't stand it. It's left for you to say, no, 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 this cannot be me. Because he has given you not only the authority, he gave you dominion over this atmosphere. And most importantly, you are the only species, hallelujah, only species that can live in the flesh and in the spirit. And only species that can speak, hallelujah, somebody. Dogs, they don't speak, they bark. Cows, they don't speak, they... Hmm? So, can you imagine you can say anything you want? That's what it means. You can use your mouth to pronounce anything you... Is that why he said? You shall declare a thing and it shall be established. Just as he did when he said, let there be light. It means you can say, let there be light. When you see a confusion, you can declare, no, no confusion here. God has created us such a wonderful being that he has packed Package us with so much potential that if you don't understand it, we just waste time. I pray that God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. So these things takes time. It takes training. Hallelujah. No electrician will go to, you know, trade school and then in, two, in one week comes out and say, now nah, I'm a graduate electrician and then I can join the wires together. He's going to burn down the country. He's going to burn down the state or the city. It doesn't work like that. So also with us as born again. It's not enough to enroll as a born again Christian. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to say I am born again. That's what I'm saying. It's more important to know your potentials. Your rights in his kingdom. Because when you know them. You can stand your ground. You can smile. Even when things are going bad, you can smile because you know. And you know that weeping may only remain for a night. It's only a small time. It's going to pass. It will pass. You are not created for that. You are bigger than that. You are above that. You are a victor. You are a champion. Victory is yours. You are a winner. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can you imagine when you go further in Daniel, you will discover that he proposes in his mind that these times of the day, I will pray. The Bible says he prays in the morning, he prays in the afternoon, he prays in the evening. Hallelujah, somebody. We, we always feel, oh, it's a lot of time. You know, God, the way God sees is different from us. His timing is different from ours. But there is no time wasted in his presence. You are not wasting time when you pray for one hour. 
I was speaking with my wife the other day. We have 24 hours in a day. And we complain that ah, church, church, ah, not every time church. Yeah, I know, we want to work. It's okay to work. Hallelujah. But why would I work and work and not rest? When I can just form my way before God, you know, and circumvent before him and say, Lord, I, I want to work. What kind of work should I do? Uh, you should be, okay, go invest in that business. And you put your one dollar there. And tomorrow it's 30 dollars. Why should I be stressing and working hours? And not have time for God. When we look at it. If we are supposed to give a 10% of our time. To God. That's 2.4 uh, hours in a day. Hallelujah. We go to work for 8 hours. We cook for three hours. Because by the time you prepare the, you go to the shopping mall, get the shopping, and they begin to cut and begin to, and then three hours is gone. And yet we can't pray for 10 minutes. We can't pray for 20 minutes. We can't pray for an hour. You need to propose in your heart. Today I'm not going to eat. I want to put away all those time that will take me to prepare food three hours. Let me use it to pray. If you do so, if you do so, things will by themselves cooperate with you. Circumstances will change for you by themselves. You know, you are not forcing them. Just because you are praying, even if you don't ask for anything, if you just be in his presence. Because that's what his intention is to create a generation that will conform to the image of his son. Can you imagine if you if Christ were here, will he be crying or praying for food? Have you ever seen him pray for food? Don't pray for that. Oh, yeah, that was a special question. <laughs> that was a special, special circumstance. But he never worries about those. He prays for others because his supplies are from heaven. Can you imagine the Israelites? They were in the desert for 40 years. They did not go to a farm. They did not harvest food. They don't have a storehouse. They don't have processed food. And yet, they ate for 40 years in the desert. Hallelujah, somebody. I'm not condemning us that we should not work. Yeah, we should. But we should take time to pray. Take time to study the word of God. Take time. They, they call something. Work smart. Not work. No, no, you know what do they say? Not work hard. There's no point. When you know that God can tell you what this is what you should do. Why should I be struggling working? You work here. You work here. You work there. You, three hours here. Two hours here. One hour there. When God. When you can spend one hour. Two hours with him. And he will tell you clearly. Because we know that God speaks. Say my sheep. Hear my voice. Do you think your dog will hear you if you just brought him in today? You bought it today. And it, it will take time for him to hear you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so? It will take time for you to listen to God's voice. To know that he's the one speaking. It doesn't happen, you know, automatically. 
He may call your name once. You say, ah, who is calling me? Just as Samuel. He was confused. He did call him three times before he, he was told, he was taught that it was God who is calling you. God will not just begin to speak to you immediately. It will take you your consistency. It will take your faithfulness. It will take you to stand in him knowing that this is your heart desire. Hallelujah. You carry that God, that heavenly being resides in you. And you can do much more. If you understand this, our life will be much, much easier. Because we're not just human beings. We are say, creatures. That's body, and flesh, and spirit. There is no other creature that has body and spirit. None. What is man? That you are mindful of him. The son of man that you care so much about. That's he's talking about us. That when you have created him, you made him even lower than the heavenly, than the angels. We are lower in, in you know, in, in form or whatever. But we are superior to them. Say to yourself, I am superior. I am superior. I am a champion. I am a winner. I cannot be a failure. I have the life of Christ in me. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. Wow, it's already 12. It is well. I think I will stop here. But please take this home. You are a God yourself. Say, don't ye know that ye are gods and the son of the most high? Gods begets gods. Flesh gives birth to flesh. God gives birth to what? God. You are a God because you are given birth to by God. It's in your hands. You can be whatever you choose to be. Your words, when you speak them, they are like spirit. They go out and they begin to, you know, form into materials. And they begin to, you know, come together. And before you know it, what you spoke about the word to do, it begins to do it. Out of nothing, he formed everything. Out of nothing, you can form what you want. I'm saying this because I've had some experiences in my life. No one can come from anywhere and tell me there is not a God. I keep I want to take because I know I have experienced God. And you need to experience God too. The reason why you need to experience God yourself is because once you experience Him, you will so much love His presence. 
nothing big will come around you that you will be fearful don't you know he says in his word i have not given you a spirit of fear but of power sound mind you will be at peace because you know that he has never failed before may delay it may look like there is a delay no it will come it will come see I hear I hear that one it will come this God that we serve is a good God when you have an experience with him, you can never be the same. Moses had that experience with the burning bush. And that changed his perception, that changed his life. He never doubted God. He knew, he knew when he said something, it will come. Stand still. And see the deliverance that the Lord your God will give you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you shall see them no more. For he shall fight for you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. You are so precious in his eyes. If he loved you so much that he had to come into this world to die for you, there is nothing, absolutely nothing that he will not give you. Don't let us just be born again by mouth. Let our life be different. Let us not continue to be like the world. I mean, what's the difference between us and the world if there is no manifestation of his glory? If there is nothing peculiar about us? If there are no testimonies, in fact, testimony should be a thing that will pop out in our life on a daily basis we should experience the presence of God in our life every minute this God is sweet I don't want to say this but I will say it I had a, a near death experience I think I must have said it before and I saw the brightness of God so peaceful you don't need to die before you see that when you dwell in his presence when you spend time quality time in his presence you will come to a stage that you just want to continue to be with him that you just don't care about any other thing again you just you are just at peace People who have experienced God, they, they can never go back. I want you to experience God this year. This year of the manifestation of the new creation man. It's my desire that every one of us will have an encounter with him. It's my desire that we will come to a point in life that heaven will be open over us and we will feel his presence. We will feel his peace. We will feel his glory.
because this God that we serve is real. I may be here speaking it and you may not understand me, but one thing is sure. If he can speak to men of God, he can speak to you. If he spoke to Elijah, Elisha, Samuel, Hanan, and all, all those people, he can speak to you. You need to find out what each and every one of them did. They spent time in his presence. You can't spend time with his, in his presence, then you are not ready. Hallelujah. I tell you, we have 24 hours and we waste it on nothing. It's good to force to work 8 hours. Remove 8 hours. You still have 16 hours. What are you doing with your 16 hours? Cooking? Sleeping? Walking along the beach? On the strand? Life has so much to offer. We are not created to be a pauper. We are not created to be a failure. We are created to be above, not beneath. When you search the Bible, everyone who walked with God, they never struggled. They were blessings to nations. I want to encourage you. Take time to dwell with God. I may have said this thing before. See, it will be of no benefit if you don't try it. It will be of no use to you if I just say it and you just pocket it and then at home you just drop it under your pillow and that's it. For you to manifest there is a path that you have to do. That's why he was speaking in the Bible. He says, a child who is the owner of the estate will remain a child and is no better than a slave. Even though he's the owner of the estate. But if he remains a child, if he refuses to grow, if he refuses to take steps, you know a child when they when they are still young by the time they begin to stand up they begin to you know fall and if they remain to i mean if they say oh i'm falling i'm no longer going to stand up what will happen they will remain on the ground forever as children if we don't practice what we hear we are denying ourselves the benefit of the kingdom. Only sons and sons are sons. You know the difference between a son and a child. A son will have made several mistakes. Yeah, yes, okay. He, he can fall several times. He still stands up. At a time, you'll be able to move, move, and that's it. This thing that I'm telling us, I want you to practice. That's what I'm. Please practice it. I know it's hard. It's hard, yeah. It will be hard initially. You even pray for 10 minutes. It's hard. Put propose in your mind. Because that 10 minutes, 20 minutes that you spend in his presence, it's not wasted, please. It is never wasted. 
Because you can just hear, you know, he can drop something in your mind that moment. This is what you should do. And your struggle will be over in life. But the enemy is so smart. He brings around several... When you want to pray, that's when your, your food is about to burn on the fire. That's when somebody will bring um, a delivery of pizza and all those stuff. And then your friend will come and say, ah, let's, let's share this together. But you have made your mind to pray. It, the, de the, the devil will do that. But if you can just extend your time with God, your life will never remain the same. I can guarantee you that. Pray that God is going to help us in the name of Jesus. Let's arise. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings, and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.